amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. You can relax. Colleen and Eric have a podcast. The world is scary and we're locked in our home. But now we have big microphones. So you can relax. That's the name of our podcast. Hello. Welcome to Relax the Podcast. I'm Colleen Ballinger. I'm Eric Stocklin. Eric Stocklin. Eric Stocklin. Beautiful name. Proud of it. Are you? Yeah. I am. I like Thanks. it. Thanks. Um, so today we have a fun podcast for you. We great had a episode. Very long day, so we're very tired. So I. But that doesn't mean we don't have a great episode. No, it means we have a really good episode. To look forward to in this hour and a half of episode twenty nine. A lot of fun things. We've done this t- happening twenty nine times. Sat down and talked. Yeah. For like over over an hour. Well over. An there hour. are like I have best friends in my life that I don't think I've spent twenty nine hours with. No, I have family members that I, I for sure have not Same. spent this money. So if you're listening to this right now, you might you might know me better than some of my you most certainly closest do. friends and family. And uh, in this episode, uh, well, the reason I was saying we had a long day is because we did. And and so that leads me to you say just love to complain. I'm not complaining. <laughs> I'm trying to intro the episode and oh. you just won't let me let me intro the episode. Love. So we had a long day. And we have not interacted until this very moment, just the two of us. Like That's we haven't true. had a moment of just the, him and I interacting until literally this moment at almost 10 p.m. Hi. So, hi. Um, there's a cat hair in my mouth. That's the first thing. So we actually get to hang out today. And I'm very excited because we're going to be talking about what we did today, mm. which was a really crazy fun day. And um, also, we're going to talk about old school YouTube Eric brought this up. He's like, I want to talk about how YouTube used to be back in the day. And and I was like, well, then we're going to have to do some old YouTube challenges. Is that what it was? Yeah. Just like duels? It was Just challenges? Not, not duels. We didn't I have like know. sword fights and things. Battles? Okay. No, but we um we played games that a lot of different challenges in games. And um one of some of them I thought we should do here on the podcast. So I'm going to make Eric do some challenges some audio challenges well they they will make them into audio challenges okay. but um if you are watching on youtube you'll see us do the challenges for example chubby bunny the chubby bunny challenge i don't know what that is are you kidding me i don't i what i know of what youtube used to be is i know the double rainbow video Okay, that's and how YouTube like, used to be, though. Um, like the history of dance. Okay, one, where I that guy that. just yeah. danced like, mm-hmm. and that's it. Didn't know. Uh, okay. Well, I know all about old school. That's YouTube. that was like what I knew of YouTube, other than like looking up how to fix a thing. Well, we're going to talk together. about a lot. I see a lot of people online go like, "I miss the good old days of YouTube." And first of all, there's no way you do. No one misses that for real because then that's what we would have. Well, we'll get into that. Yeah, we'll get into it. Anyway, so there's a lot to look forward to is what I'm trying to say. I'm making Eric do a bunch of weird old challenges that were popular on YouTube back in 2014, 2015. And um, but for now, let's talk about who needs to relax. Okay. You go first. Okay. I have a I think I have a few this week. A few? I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot. So then should I go first to get mine out of the way? If you yeah, okay. Well, I was just gonna say, I think 
my um every well hmm <laughs> not a <Why> sentence I, <laughs> <laughs> I think um, my old doctor needs to relax and every doctor I've ever had needs to relax because tonight I, this is more of a compliment to my current doctor because something happened tonight that made me almost cry with my current doctor with our baby doctor okay and it just made me go man I went through so much crap my whole life with all these awful doctors who never listened to me, never cared about me. And this woman is just so amazing. Oh, great. So I, I text my doctor tonight. So my who you needs did? to relax is like kind of every doctor I've ever interacted with other than this one doctor. I text her tonight because um, I needed to. She asked me to update her after our last appointment. She told me she gave me some ideas and tips and tricks on how to sleep better. And she's like, and I want you to text me in a week. So I text her. And I said, hey, everything you said is working great. And also had my show today. It went really well. No huffing and puffing, no fainting. And just like kind of giving her an update. Mm -hmm. And she wrote me back so many sweet things. Really? She wrote me back, I am so, so proud of you. You are so incredible. Like heart emojis, like all these like emojis because she's totally amazing and hilarious. I don't think a doctor has ever texted me before. She, she, well, that's part of our, like our doctor and her deal is that like, I can text her at any time, any day, anywhere. And she texts me back so many sweet things. And she was like, hooray for Eric and Flynn and your mom and your nurse, Marie or Mary. Sorry. Um, (laughs) I said Marie because it's spelled Marie and I was reading the text in my mind, but it's pronounced Mary anyway. And nurse Mary for, um, keeping you safe and helping the show to go well. I'm so proud of you. Like so many, I feel like I need to read some. And I was just like, oh my God, I never had this kind of treatment before. And then she said, um, I adore you. So proud. You are empowered forever by your actions. Prayer hands emoji. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I was like, I love this woman so much. I could cry. Mm-hmm. And I really did get teary eyed because it's like polar opposite from my experience last pregnancy. Where I would say any symptom I had, and he was like, that's very normal in pregnancy. And that would be it. I'd be like, is there anything I can do? Nope. <laughs> so like, yeah. It was just like, she always offers solutions and helps in any way she can. She really, it's just uh, a perfect fit for me. And um, so every other doctor I've ever had can relax because I found the best doctor in the world. Because mm-hmm. she texts me emojis. That's great. I didn't know that because this is the first time we've talked <laughs> It literally today. is. Without someone going, dead I watch. Yeah. Dead I watch. Or me singing like Miranda. Anyway. Yes. Do uh do your hoonies relax, love. Uh well it's not like sweet It's pra- okay. I did the sweet hand one. emojis from a doctor. I was gonna talk about soy sauce packets. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those do need to relax, huh? I don't get how this is the way that we are transporting soy sauce to a meal. Have you ever opened like a soy sauce packet, like, you know, mm-hmm. as instructed on the packet mm-hmm. and it gone on in the direction even of where you've wanted it to go? I have, but only after years and years of frustration I can, and fury to the point where now I have to be so careful and do it a very specific way. Really? Mm-hmm. You have like figured out a technique? Because I've been doing this for- It works sometimes, not every for time. For generations. Mm-hmm. And I ordered sushi the other night and I was like, I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to focus. I'm mm-hmm. just going to focus in on this soy sauce packet and it's going to go into this place where I want it to go. So I delicately did it. Mm-hmm. That was 
delicately. What did I say? I don't know. Something, something else. Something weird. Um, <laughs> and I and I again delicately squirted it towards the thing. Oh, there's your there's All your of, not squirted it like if you let squirted it, it, release, it that's released it. I know. Give me okay, okay. I'm I just tried. Okay. I'm just saying that like it wasn't just like me doing it. Like I tried. Mm-hmm. I tried hard. And still, it gets all over your hands. First of all, I've never opened and and released a soy sauce packet without <laughs> it getting like on my hands, but also then going somehow up, like gravity does not affect it. And the soy sauce goes up the side of the packet. What are you side, doing and to like, soy sauce? And, and different directions. And you get kind of, you get a percentage of it where you want it to go to mix with your wasabi, let's say, right? Mm-hmm. You only get a percentage of that packet. Is this packet enough for you? Oh, Has it ever been not. enough? Never, never, never. Say they put in, if they put in four packets with your to-go uh, to, to order, you'll mm-hmm. use them all and it still won't be enough. If they put in eight, it won't be enough. It is never enough. Never enough. Never enough. Oh, I don't want to get copyrighted, but you know the song. Um, I agree with that. That's a good one. However, I do think you might be really opening them wrong because like it is like kind of an issue, <laughs> but like not really that bad. Really? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this has never worked. And I'm like, why it's 2021. Let's figure out a, a better way to transport yeah. this sauce. Do you have any I have ideas? No problem because, with ketchup packets. Well, because that's a thicker mm-hmm. substance. It's also a thicker packet. Like soy sauce, true, the packets, true. it's like a thin, it's like made of like that mylar stuff you use to make like glitter. Like it's not made of mm-hmm. like, a pa- it's not even, a, I wouldn't even call it a packet. What would you call it? I don't know. A sack? <laughs> a soy sauce sack, yeah. A soy sauce sack? Ooh, that's a horrible sentence. And um, I know they sell it in bottles in the grocery store. I'm not, I know I could ha- have it at my home in a bottle, but I'm not talking about that. Yeah. You're talking about soy sauce. What do we call it? Socks? Should we call them socks? Yeah. <laughs> soy sauce paper socks? Yeah, and then my other one is also food-related, so I was just going to throw it away here. Mm-hmm. Preheating. No, thanks. What? No, I'm not going to preheat. Very much incorrect on this one. Who's got the time? And how much is this affecting the item that? Yes, it. I know. Heavily, because I know I burnt a pizza tonight. No, if you put a Pyrex glass in an unpreheated oven and then preheat the oven, it can explode. Where does it say that on the instructions? It doesn't. I'm sure it says it on the instructions of a Pyrex glass, but like, for sure, you are not supposed to put it in when the oven is cold. I'm not talking about cookware here. I'm talking about. The food item. It very much affects the food item. Very much so. I don't think so, so because yes, in general, it does. When try you baking. Are, when you are baking, you, you're never like, oh, the time is up. The time is up. Take it out right away. You're like, check on it. Look at it. Of course. Poke but, it with something. I, no, of course, but it cooks differently. How? How? It's Is it getting warm? Is it heating up? Lovey. How, no. how is it cooking differently? It cooks so much. It's how much can science it affect behind it? it. Is this, does it affect it more than you saying, can you leave it in for another minute? Do I look like a scientist? No, but I can tell you this. I bake a lot more than you do. That's a fact. God. And I have true. I have put cookies in the oven in an unpreheated oven and then turned the oven on and they came out way worse. They don't cook the same. They like spread really thin or they don't like it's not a good situation. I don't think I've ever preheated an oven in my life. I will say this. I don't preheat the oven for items that aren't really food. Like taquitos, you know, those frozen things. Oh, that that's not food. No, 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 no. I throw that in a cold oven. Uh, yeah. Goes, yeah, like corn dogs. Right. Fries, like things like that. I'm like, meh. These are the things that I bake, love. I, I guess not, that's true. But I, not well, that's not baking, that's cooking. Other than that. You don't bake a taquito. You cook a ta- taquito. Well, what do you, what's, what, what? Baking is like sweets. Well, on the, on the box, it's, it's, it doesn't say like cook at, <laughs> it says bake in, a, if you're baking in an oven, cooking on stovetop. 
Does it? I always thought yeah. baking was a term for sweets. Or it'll say oven. I don't know. I don't know. I thought maybe I'm wrong. I don't do know. Do you anything. bake bread? Is bread sweet? Yeah, I guess I do say baking bread. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe I'm totally wrong. Would you, would you, I don't know that you would say a taquito is baking. What is this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this podcast. And my last, then I do have one more. <laughs> oh, okay. Because this happened, someone asked you a question today at your meet and greet. When are you going to get another cat? And I need, I need this to stop. No. I need it all to stop. What needs to relax is, is just the general idea in your head that another cat, a kitten especially, can live in this household. Yes, please. It already contains two of the worst cats that have ever existed. <gasps> How dare you say that about Daisy? A two-year-old expecting twins mm-hmm. and you want to throw... Oh, yeah. Just roll the dice, kitten. throw another kitten in the mix. We have, is that serious? It's very serious. We have, we're going to have three kids. We need three cats. They can all have one. Oh, oh. I almost just threw up. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a great idea. I don't know why you think it's not a good idea. Because I think it's a An genius endless idea. amount of reasons do I think it's a horrible it's idea. It's a really good idea. These are yeah. indoor cats. They cannot we survive in the wild. Oh, so they just are them. inside, living in our house, destroying everything. But think about how cute kittens are. They're so cute. Come on. I always loved cats. Yeah. I always loved cats. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? See how I'm saying this in the past tense now? You don't, you do love Gus and Daisy. I love them. Like I wouldn't murder them, but like I tolerate them at this point. I have moments of love with them, mm-hmm. but it's mostly I'm just tolerating them because they're destroying everything I own. And I feel like uh, not innocently. You know what I mean? I feel like it's purposeful. They're cat. They don't have brains. They're petty. Love. They're petty little animals. Oh my god! Well, you know who's not a petty little animal is <laughs> <laughs> Aura, our first sponsor. Uh, we gotta say thank you to our first sponsor of the day, which is a good one, y'all. It is Aura. Between your phones, finances, devices, and connections, your world is more online than ever. You may have security systems in place for real life, but what about your online life, Lovey? It's hmm? true. What about your online life? I mean, you lock the doors to your house. Don't you want to lock the doors to your online life? Exactly. What's going on there? (laughs) Aura can sound the alarm if your digital presence is at risk. Aura provides digital security protection to keep your online finances, personal information, and tech safe from online threats. It's all-in-one protection from identity theft, financial fraud, malware, scam sites, and so much more. With Aura, you'll get alerted to fraud and threats Fast, Like if your online accounts or passwords were leaked online or if someone tries to open a bank account in your name, this stuff has happened to me and it is infuriating when it mm-hmm. happens and it doesn't and you don't find out for a few days. Like, oh, my God. Or weeks forever. Yeah. If you go on like your like actual banks, uh, you know what I mean? Like accounts yeah, and, like, and you see like I didn't pay for that. Yeah. And why didn't oh. anybody tell me like I can't be in two places at the it's same time? infuriating. Well, or is going to tell you. Yeah. And it's so easy to set up. All plans come with $1 million in identity theft insurance to help recover your stolen funds and experienced U.S.-based customer support that's got you back. Aura is a new type of security service that protects all of your online information and devices with one simple subscription. Is that lovey? Just the one? Just the one. With an easy online dashboard and alerts sent straight to your phone, Aura keeps you in control and guides you through solving any issues. Uh, we love it and it has helped keep our internet life safer. It's a scary place out there. 
You're paying for things with your face. Come on. Your face? Your face. Keep your face safe on the internet. Pretty much. Lock your face. Lock your face. Lock your internet. For a limited time, Aura is offering our listeners up to 40% off plans when you visit Aura.com slash relax. Go to Aura.com slash relax to get complete protection and savings of up to 40%. That's A-U-R-A dot com slash relax. Go check it out. What else oh, you got? I can't believe you haven't even thought about this yet. Should we do a bump check? Oh, bump check. I only realized because I caught a glimpse of myself in the viewfinder. I was going to do it. Outfit is kind of wild tonight. So I was like, oh, maybe I should explain this. Um, if you are new to this podcast, why are you listening to the 29th episode first? But uh, we do bump checks now. I'm pregnant with twins. And you can't see it if you're listening, but Eric will describe it to you. I am, uh, when this podcast airs, I will be 19 weeks pregnant. Here we go. Oh, I'm hard time standing up. Go, come on, you if, you've been to a, if you've been to a grocery <laughs> store lately, you may notice they now have seedless watermelons. So does my wife in her nice taupe maternity shirt, complete with elastic fringe on the sides <laughs> it's big it's pointy in the middle why is it pointing at me the belly button is so clearly defined I know. It's crazy. yeah i'm wearing uh like you said a taupe shirt <laughs> did i get that right i said i don't, taupe, know. I don't, I don't even know what color right. taupe is but um i am wearing a tank top with like weird shorts so i was like maybe i should explain this weird outfit but you don't care. You're wearing um, men's sweatshorts? Men's sweatshorts because I saw Eric wearing them and they look comfortable and I'm pregnant. And I was like, I want those. And, so and are they, they comfortable? They're very comfortable. And so then he uh, bought some for me. So thank you. Um, you're welcome. So I'm excited because, like I said, this is the first time Eric and I have spoken in private today, which is a big deal because today was a big day. We are recording this mm. podcast on Saturday, July 31st. Why are we always recording this on Saturday night? I don't know. It's it really is happens. like our date night. Kind of, of is, yeah. yeah. And um, today was a big day for me because I had a live show, a virtual live show here in our home. So, Which you've done, it was the fourth one since during the... I don't remember, something like remember? that. Well, this is the first one pregnant with twins. Yes. And every time I have a live show, whether it be live in front of thousands of people in person or live in front of thousands of people virtually with just my parents and Eric watching in the living room, mm-hmm. Eric and I always like... We like to debrief. We like to sit and chat about like the experience and how it went and moments moments. we liked and whatever and just kind of talk about the experience. And it's like one of my favorite parts about doing shows is like after we're all done, if we're on like a bus tour or something, we get back to the hotel room and it's like we sit or the bus and like after everything's calmed down, it's hours later, we just like sit and talk about like things in the show and how it went and stuff like that. And today that did not happen at all. And it happened so many, many, many hours ago. Mm -hmm. This is the first time I'm looking at your face in the eyeballs, other than when we were singing together in front of thousands of people at the virtual live show. I don't know if you can call what I was doing singing, but of course it was, it was beautiful. Um, so yeah, I'd like, maybe we can talk about that for a minute. Yeah. We You asked (laughs) me to do the song that I surprised you with on this podcast. Yeah. Uh, um, and we turned it into a duet, kind of. But I'm shocked it the show worked, kind of. I thought it was great. I thought it was one of your best. It, it was, was really fun. good. I wish you could do it. I wish you were 
with touring so you I can do it too. in the next city. Like I think it's yeah, a really well-built show. Whenever I write a show and then perform it, I always just want to like change songs and change parts of it and edit things and fix things and do it again. I just want to keep doing it until I yeah. get it to a place where I like it. And it's really, really hard with these virtual live streamed shows where it's like you do it once, you get one chance and then bye. And you don't get to hear audience reaction or anything. It's really weird. The company that puts these on these live stream shows, did they exist mm -hmm. before the pandemic? Like were there live sure. stream performances yeah, of so. things that people bought tickets to? I think so, but they certainly weren't popular before the pandemic. And now people are going back to doing live shows again. They like are, in front but, of audiences. but theaters are also re requiring vaccinations and masks yeah, and, and proof of it. Mm -hmm. I've just heard that Largo, and I think this is great in Los Angeles here is requiring proof of vaccination for, mm -hmm. <coughs> but that's well, not an all ages show. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not going to, um, get into all that drama yeah. well i don't know but yeah i mean i think the show went well-ish it was great i don't know i feel like i don't You're even wonderful. remember it it was so long ago i feel like once you become a parent it's like if that happened longer than like five minutes ago it's gone were there any big like bloopers things that happened i don't know yes the music didn't start when the show started it did not so like the this big countdown happened and then it's supposed to be like my first 10, song. 9, comes, 8, 7. And everyone's like counting down. And then it's like reveals me. And I like come to the curtain to this music and the music never started. I feel like it was a good, it felt like minutes, but I'm sure it was, it was 30 five seconds. seconds. No. Not, it wasn't it wasn't 30 seconds. I thought something it was had at gone wrong. At least 10 seconds. I think someone just forgot to press play, but I I it was a miscommunication error. Yeah. It was a you know, it was miscommunication. Um but um that happened and then when I sing the vaccination song to you, the song like started which but halfway also premiered through the song, here on this podcast. It did. That song like started halfway through the song, and it was supposed to be like a surprise start where I'm like Eric, I noticed something different about you. And then the song starts and I, I was sing. surprised at first. <laughs> and then it was like the middle of the song. And I was like, but I need the song to start from the beginning of the song. Yeah. <laughs> it was so And then you're awkward. like, wait, no, I can just go. And then it stopped. And then it, it, stopped. Was just so, yeah. it was all a mess. Yeah, that was um, kind of. And I'm sure there silly. are millions of other blunders that I'm not remembering right now. But uh, and I laughed a lot. I feel yeah, like I feel this like show, you, you broke character a lot. I feel like this which show. Which I always love. Yeah. I just kind of was like, I realized I was. FaceTiming with one of the fans that like FaceTimed in and she was so funny. I was just laughing and I the remember two, the two fans. They were both great today. Yeah, they were both amazing. Um, um, but I remember in my head saying to myself, oh, you're not even trying not to break character. You're just laughing. Like yeah. I wasn't even trying to stay in character at all. I was well, just yeah, like, having fun. The first, the first girl was great because she had prepared a whole song for you. But then the second one, what was going on? She like she they both were incredible. The, um, the second girl kept pulling up props out of nowhere. She was just eating different foods. She because I couldn't see the screen. She was so they were both so funny. But the, the second girl just kept surprising me because she like she had all these props everywhere. And she had like a balloon, like a Mylar balloon that she had written like, congrats, I'm your twin on it or something like that. Mm. And then it was gone. So like it was like, it was very Miranda in the sense that like she had all these props prepared, but they were just used for one second. One second, yeah. Which made me, I loved it because that's what I, I work so hard on these props. I spend so much money on these props and they're, I, I pull them in frame for like two seconds and then they're gone forever. And well, they're, not, they're just in a pile in our garage. Yeah. They're not gone forever. <laughs> and, um, that's kind of what she was doing. So she, I don't remember if she had a baby bottle that was full of uh, cheese balls. 
like a baby bottle mm-hmm. that um and then she had that balloon she had my books she had like all these props she was fully dressed like me and then she just kept pulling up food she pulled up a bowl of pasta and then she pulled up a donut that was covered in like fruit loops or something and then she just like kept pulling up food out of nowhere and then at one at the very end she pulled up a huge bucket of cheese balls and I said, what's that? And she goes and she shows me she has made a label for it on it. And it says um, my twins balls or something like that. It sounds on like the you label. maybe actually met your twin. She was or your so, younger self she was making me laugh so hard. And she also I couldn't tell if she was switching in between being in character and not. So she was like, I actually do have a fraternal twin. And I was like, is it you know, as I'm around, I'm like, is it me? She's like, yes, you're my twin. I'm like, wait do you have a twin? She's like, yes. And I was like, wait, are you joking or are you serious? She's like, I'm serious. I do. I know. But yeah. I was like, I couldn't tell when she was joking or when she wasn't, but it was very funny. Um, she was very, very funny. I very much enjoyed her. She made me laugh a lot, but mm-hmm. anyway, I don't know. Yeah. That was great. Cause I feel like sometimes the crowd work, crowd participation like that mm-hmm. sometimes falls flat. Right. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's anti-comedy. Yeah, exactly. Um, she made me laugh. I don't know if she made anyone else laugh watching. I don't know if the show was successful in any way, because I don't know if anyone watched it and how they it felt about it. Me laugh. Yeah. Because um, sometimes with Miranda, if you try and be funny also, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. I feel like when I've seen this, mm-hmm. when I've seen your show, it doesn't work. Um, and when it's more so just made, being made to feel awkward mm-hmm. by her. When an audience member gets really awkward and uncomfortable, that's always really funny. But she was going for it and it worked. Well, I think that's why it works is because instead of me trying to be funny against these two girls I was I was kind of like the straight man like I was like letting them be funny and I wasn't even doing anything yeah, you know true, what I mean yeah. like I barely said anything I just kind of like let them be funny and like and you just laughed and just laughed at them like mm-hmm. because they were hysterical um but it was it was really fun if you if you didn't see it you have no idea what I'm talking about <laughs> which is probably the majority of the people listening but it was really fun and I'm really grateful to anyone who did tune in and hopefully we'll do more someday. But for now, I just need to focus on growing two babies. It, it doesn't live anywhere online after. Like you can't. I, will, I you might can't post snippets like, of it and stuff. Um, right, but you can't from that company. You can't like purchase the hour. Well, if you if you bought the tickets bought to the ticket, show, but you after get to, the fact, you can. You can for twenty four hours, and then after that, yeah, I'm just saying like next month. I'm like, no. oh, I want to watch it. Mm-mm. I can. It's just like a little time capsule. Yeah, it's just a little time capsule. You got to remember it in your brain like you do when you go to a live concert. That's cool. Yeah. Um, but I do miss live touring a lot. It's not the same at all because now I, f- I have this after this long day and I'm very tired and feel like I need to go to sleep two hours ago. Um, this I have this feeling of like, well, I want to do it again. And now it's just done. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's really you, hard. You sounded great vocally. It didn't seem like the pregnancy of twins affected. I feel like it is now because now my throat hurts real bad. I feel like my voice is all scratchy from like performing for an hour, an hour and a half. I'm just happy I didn't faint or barf or have to leave to pee. You didn't. And I wasn't worried about that. I can remember several times being worried about that at your live shows. Yeah. Which is one baby and maybe far earlier in the pregnancy. It was about this time. I was this pregnant when I was on tour with Flynn. This was the oh, you exact, just look seven months. I pregnant? just look way more pregnant now than yeah. I was with Flynn. Yeah, you were saying you thought you looked more pregnant in this than you did in your Netflix special, where you were seven months. Yeah, now, and now I'm you're only four. Yeah, yeah, I feel like I look very, very pregnant. 
Yeah. Because there's two babies in there. Two freaking placentas. That's so much stuff. That's wild. Um, well, thank you for chatting with me about that. I'm sure we'll chat about more later, but I just been dying all day to talk to you about the show. It's funny. It was great. You brought your mom on there. I did bring my mom on there. There was lots of fun stuff that happened, but, uh, it'd be more interesting for the listeners. I'm sure to hear me torture you. So I feel like I should be torturing you right now. What What are you talking about? With weird YouTube challenges from back in the day. I just, I, it was my idea to like, for you to talk, talk about like, because you've mentioned this, like, like YouTube's so different. It's so different now, mm-hmm. right? I mm-hmm. feel like it's even different from, I don't even know what it was like before I met you, but I feel like it's so much different now than from when I met you. It's different from a year ago. And then from a year ago. Mm-hmm. Like from what, like, how do you feel about um, being labeled a YouTuber? Um, I think it's great. I, I'm very proud of being a YouTuber. I'm. I understand why there's like a very negative connotation with being called a YouTube with being called a YouTuber because there's a lot of crappy YouTubers mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and there's a lot of wonderful YouTubers. Right. And so the connotation is kind of mixed, isn't it? Yeah. But th- you could say the same for like being an actor, you know, or yeah. like being any almost any profession you can find like crappy people. And it's just that you the kind of the yucky YouTubers are the ones that make the most news, I feel, mm. because it's the most like shocking things to put in headlines. But there's a lot of YouTubers who do a lot of great things. Oh, yeah, of course. And um, who are super talented, who do great f- work for different charities and whatnot. So I've always tried to defend like being called a YouTuber because there is a time I feel like there still is a, currently a time where it's like that's not something you want to be called. Um, but I'm proud of it because I wouldn't have anything else. Like if I were to label myself as a, an actor, which sounds like not something I would ever label myself as, or a producer, writer, comedian, or anything that I've like done with my career other than YouTube, I feel like I have all of those things because Because of of YouTube. So, um, it feels weird to like put my nose up to it and be like, ew, I'm not a YouTuber. Right. Yeah, of course. And I love my little community of people on YouTube who you know, watch my daily vlogs or watch this podcast. And I think they're amazing. I love their comments. And I think there can be a great community on YouTube. I think there is a great community. I just think sometimes the yuckiness is a lot louder. You know what I mean? And that's new. There's always been yuckiness. Uh huh. But now I feel like the yuckiness is like more exciting. Do people still like when I first met you, I feel like it was all about like, um, you were always like collabing with somebody. And that was an old school YouTube. And it was like collaborative. Like it was always like, I, like I'm going to this other YouTuber's right. house to film this always. thing. And then they're going to film one for my channel. And then we're going to, you know what I mean? It, right. it seemed like you would do that multiple times a week. Uh, yeah, I would. When I first uh, knew I would because that's how it was back then. And we would do things like challenges. And what was it before that? Well, I'll get into that. But first, I want to say thank you to our second sponsor of the day. Oh, Cliffhanger. Cliffhanger! Because I think what's more interesting than me talking about old school YouTube, which we're going to do, is torturing you, which I'm just very excited about making you do the YouTube You saying you're going to torture me. I don't understand what that has anything to do with, like, explaining to me the history of YouTube. One word. Cinnamon. Okay. So our next sponsor is Third Love. I love Third Love and I'm always so excited to talk to you guys about Third Love and my experience with them. So Third Love is amazing and this is why. I am a woman and I have chesticles. 
And they change shape and size very often, but especially very often since I got pregnant and then I had a child and then I was breastfeeding and then I wasn't breastfeeding and then I got pregnant again and now I'm very pregnant with twins. Let me tell you. Is that what it says there? It says chesticles? Chesticles. They I've wanted been, you to say that. They've been through a lot. These like, ladies. That's what they wanted you to say? That's what I want to say. Okay. Because that's what they, they're called. They've earned that name after all they've been through. I think in this house, we call them milks. Flynn <laughs> <laughs> does call them milks. But, um, you know, when that happens, I, I get to a point where I'm like, I don't even know what size I'm supposed to be wearing anymore. And Third Love is here to help you. If you don't know what size you're supposed to be wearing, and you know what? Maybe you think you know what size you're supposed to be wearing. You could be wrong. And Third Love can help you find the right bra that fits you perfectly. Third Love gives you comfort and top quality products. You guys, they obsess over each stitch so you never have to think about how something feels, looks, or wears. While trends come and go, Third Love has always stayed true to one notion. We do comfort, you do you. I love that. Isn't that great? It's pretty we good. comfort, you do you. I feel like there was a missed opportunity, though, for like top quality for your top half. Okay. That is not better than I thought we, we do comfort, you do you. We're not <laughs> pitching right now, but it, that was not better. But I do. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> introducing <laughs> Third Love's new seamless collection, Form. Wireless bras and form-fitting undies with limitless stretch and endless comfort that disappears under your clothes. Who doesn't want that? Everyone wants that. That's amazing. If you need more support, Third Love's number one best-selling 24-7 classic t-shirt bra, which is my personal favorite, provides all the comfort and support you need in more than 80 sizes. Every Third Love bra is made with signature memory foam cups, no slip straps, and a scratch-free band from cups AAI, including half cups, which is helpful because I'm a half cup right now, love. Do you know how frustrating it is? To be a half cup and not even know that they're half cup sizes. Before I started working with their love and I did their little personal fitting room quiz, I didn't even know there was half sizes. It blew my mind. I'm, I'm half size. Well, I won't be for long. Does it correlate <laughs> with like going back to baking or cooking? Does mm-hmm. it correlate with like cups, like measuring cups? No. Like what? if you were a whatever cup, would mm-hmm. it be that many cups of a measuring well, cup? It's A, B, C, D. Ah, yes. So. No, you can't count. I don't think I should talk during this. <laughs> All right. Washable silk pajamas. I'm excited about this. I need to get in on this. Your bed deserves machine washable luxury. Meet washable silk pajamas. <gasps> I need these, love. I don't have these yet. Am I not supposed to be washing my silk pajamas? No, you are not. <sighs> Well, you can if you get these. Luxury that's almost too easy. Third Love took silk, added a soft like a peach touch for extra good feelings while getting your eight hours. So, um, yeah, definitely go check it out, you guys. It's really amazing. I love them. You will love them. And if you want to check it out, Third Love knows you deserve to feel comfortable and confident 24-7. So right now they are offering my listeners 20% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash relax now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 20% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash relax for 20% off today. All right. So back to our little conversation. I'm really excited to have Eric do some weird challenges that we used to do back in the day. But first, so yes, I would go to people's houses. They'd come to mine and we would collab. And that was like, there was even, I remember it was popular for a while to do a month of collabs. And I did one on both my channels at one time. Like for just, so that's what your videos. No joke. Every day I uploaded 
a collab with wow. someone new. Like everyone what was collabed it, with what everyone. Was it before that? You would just like, how would you meet other YouTubers? Like a um, VidCon? YouTube, yeah, VidCon type things, playlist, um, random social media functions. And it, and did and somebody or realized we'd interact like, through social media. Yeah, and somebody realized that this is kind of that networking within this community mm-hmm. could be helpful. Yeah, because people fun. started. I think you know back then I don't remember who's the first people to like collab collab, but like I remember Tyler Oakley was like a big a big one back in the day. Mm-hmm. And, um, he would collab with people a lot. And, and I remember, you know, I think you just kind of recognize the, the, uh, I don't know the, yeah the views and like the, well, so the effect it would have on fun people to meet other people that do what you do. Cause it's a well, very strange way to, uh, well, yeah, because we were, we were exist. all just excited to be around each other because back then no one was saying, I want to be a YouTuber when I grow up. Back then it was, there was a handful of us and we were the only ones who'd ever done it before. No one had become YouTubers before us. Yeah. We were the first ones to do it. So no one was aspiring to be that. Everyone was like, well, that's not going to last or looking down on it. Kind of, you know, when moms recognize me and some of them still do this, but like a lot of times when moms would recognize me or the kids would get excited when they would see me, they'd be like, I don't know who you are, but she says she watches you on the internet. Like it was like this weird, shocking thing. Mm. And um, so there was no one who did what we did. And so to find someone else who not only did what I did, but enjoyed it and understood it was like, it was so exciting to, to hang out with these people like Joey Graceffa and these other people who did the same thing as me. Cause like, Nobody did that. Yeah, there was like friends, yeah. such a ha- small handful of us. So do people still do that at all anymore? Do what? Collapse? Yeah, I just did one with Joey like a few weeks ago. Oh, okay. But it's different than it used to be. Like I didn't film one for my channel. We filmed one for his. And um, usually it's like you both film one and you decide when you're going to post. Yeah, like, yeah, I knew time. that you had filmed with him. I just, I didn't, I, I didn't. Yeah, no, but it's rare. People don't do it as much. Yeah. Um, People certainly don't do it as much as they used to because YouTube's different than it used to be. It's not as common to just sit down and talk to the camera. It's like more of these crazy, really edited, you know, people don't film themselves like they used to. I feel like people all have like people who film them and editors and a team and so like do these crazy things like the bigger ones. Shows? Yeah, like little reality shows. They have like production thing. companies and stuff? I think, I feel like I'm so... It's so weird. I've been doing this for over a decade and I feel like I'm so out of loop. I don't even know it's popular anymore. It's hard to tell because it's like TikTok is kind of taking over. And on YouTube, it's like. Really? The territory? Because that's like a shorter format for. It's way more entertaining. And it's YouTube is like they hide, they kind of hide subscriptions. So it's like the stuff you subscribe to, you don't even really see that much anymore. And then on the homepage or like the trending page of YouTube, they kind of just handpick certain things. But then also it's like things they want people to see. It's not like it used to be the the homepage or the trending page was all YouTubers. And now it's like main talk shows, sports, um, Lots of and things it's in mainstream motion. stuff. Yeah. And they might sprinkle a couple YouTubers in there, mm-hmm. but the YouTube community is so much bigger now. I don't know. I don't, I feel like I have no idea what is popular or like what's, what even what's, YouTube is anymore. I don't know. I what's just What's an influencer? What is that? <laughs> you know, what, what do you what, mean? What's the difference? Well, now are you just trying to avoid doing the challenges? <laughs> no, no, I'm at it. Like, it, it does. It's, does an influencer have anything to do with YouTube, or is that just? Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess that could well, be any. So, 
I don't, I, I don't know the exact definition of an influencer, but like a well, social yeah. media influencer is someone who has uh, a lot of fo- oh, enough God. followers on the internet that they can influence them. To me, that's a very like businessy term because it's like you have enough, um, you have enough followers and you have enough like what's the right word here? Uh, influence over these followers to influence them to buy a certain product. Like that's a word that like brands came up with. I don't uh, think yeah, any social like a, media it, yeah. person is like, I'm an influencer. Like I've, I would never say that. Would a cult leader be an influencer? You think? Totally. Yeah. Um, and now I'll see like, cause I follow like, um, like the kind of actory things like trades, they call them like Hollywood reporter variety. And they'll, they'll be like TikTok star mm-hmm. signs with CAA or t- mm-hmm. TikTok. And I'm like, there's TikTok stars. What? Are you joking? No, I'm not joking. What do you mean? Like yes. there are people that have like, uh, just from TikTok that have. What are you talking about? I don't yes. Know. I don't know. I don't look at that out. I don't you know. Don't, have, have you not heard of Charlie D'Amelio? Yeah. She dances or something, right? Yes. She's on TikTok. She got famous oh, okay. on TikTok. There's a lot of people who got famous on TikTok. Who are uh-huh. currently famous on TikTok? Yeah, Bella Porch. You haven't have you heard of Bella Porch? No, so I don't much? know who that is. I, I sang one of her songs in the show today. Oh, okay. Now Bella I know. doesn't. Yeah, okay. You now don't I have know. to pick and choose. But that's because her song was on the radio. What? Well, we heard her song on the radio, and you're like, "Oh, this is girl." Was, yeah. Is it? Oh, that's the there's one you a lot like, of people who got really famous on TikTok. Yes, of course. It's a lot of people have gotten famous on. So any do you, social do media. you think that's the new? That's the next thing. I think TikTok's way more popular than YouTube. But maybe I'm crazy but i think if, if it used to be i feel like it used to be but it's more it's way more like flashy like headachey like and shorter well content, welcome to what right? social media is doing to our brains yeah like you get bored a lot faster you want more content it's bo I, burnham wrote a great song about this in his new special inside who started on youtube did he not a, yes he did a little bit of everything all of the time yeah you, that's again like, copy you can't sing I'm, okay i'm just saying that that's <laughs> like a great example of like why I think TikTok is more popular now is because it used to be you go on your phone and you the first thing I would do when I woke up was go to my subscriptions and see who'd uploaded a video. But now all the people I was subscribed to back in the day that I loved watching religiously, they don't really post that much anymore. No one really posts on a schedule anymore. It's kind of random. And, um, you know, not many people post that often on YouTube that I am subscribed to. I do feel like you used to watch more of YouTube mm-hmm. than you do now. And so now I like, that's not the first, I, that's the last app I open now is YouTube. I like TikTok. I love, I love checking out some TikToks, man. I love it. Yeah, but I was, I just thought they were more, it, was, it wasn't like TikTok stars, like TikToker. I don't know. What's the, yeah. what's the, what's the YouTuber equivalent to TikToker? Some, yeah. But it, like that, it's just random people that have like come up with something clever or funny. Yeah. Uh, is what I feel like of TikToks. I didn't know there was. Oh yeah, they very very famous, and they're funny too. There's some great. You stop stalling. We're gonna play a game, okay? We're gonna do, we're gonna do a game. We'll do one. We'll do. I have a bunch, but the first one we're gonna do, I think, um, I can't decide actually which one I should make you. I think I'm gonna have you do the cinnamon challenge because that gonna, was like the most. I'm not classic. gonna eat a spoonful. You of cinnamon. You are going to eat a spoonful of cinnamon. I'm not. I feel like that. I've heard that that's dangerous. <laughs> it is, <laughs> which is why you're not supposed to do it. Yeah. So, well, then we could do this. You could do what I did because I totally. You want to know some exclusive, uh, an exclusive piece of information right now? Yeah. Okay. I did the cinnamon challenge as Miranda, probably close to ten years ago. I'm guessing it was eight years ago, seven or eight years ago. And it was like one of my 
bigger videos back in the day. And I totally cheated. I didn't use cinnamon. This is exclusive. This is an exclusive. Right. Love you're exposing. I'm exposing myself. You're big time. Canceled for sure. Liar. So you know what? How about will you compromise? Will you do what I did? Not cinnamon, because cinnamon can be dangerous. Cocoa powder. Will you try it? Come on now. Give me an answer. Sure, yeah. I don't think it's the same. Will you thing. try cinnamon? What's gonna I don't want to do that like I feel a like you're kind of open. I feel like you're open to cinnamon. How, how much? I'll do a little bit. What if I do like a teeny? How much are you supposed to do? You can, well, you're supposed to do a spoonful of cinnamon. That's the challenge. It's supposed to be a challenge. So, okay, let me explain. So back in the day, back in like 2013-ish, 2014, 2015, more 2013 probably, and 2014, it was really popular to do challenges and collabs with people. That's why we were talking about all this. There are so many challenges. And as a YouTuber, you're always waiting for the next challenge because you would get millions of views if you did these challenges. And there were so many, like we just sat and we did challenges together and we would just laugh. And it was so funny. It was like fun, silly content. It wasn't heavy drama. It wasn't all this intense 20, 30 minute so long you went like episodes. A, like a slushy bath. Is that a, ch- was that a challenge? That was a challenge I created as Miranda, but oh. yeah, it was not really a challenge, but I call, I said challenge on it because oh. it got more views. If you wrote it as it was a challenge. Everything, yeah. So everything was a challenge. <laughs> okay. And so anyway, the first, I think the first challenge I ever did was the cinnamon challenge and it was popular. And actually my friend Glozell did the cinnamon challenge and it went insanely viral because she ate a ladle full of cinnamon and still has like throat issues and like coughs like crazy all the time from it. Wait, see, this is why I don't want to do Fully this. Can why burn you your to, yeah, why are you asking me to do this? Because it doesn't, it won't hurt you if you do it. Not great. The, the, the challenge is to give take. Me a, give me a little bit. Okay. I'm going to tell you how, how the challenge is. The challenge is you take a spoonful of cinnamon and you try to swallow it, but it's like physically impossible because you can't produce enough saliva for the consistency of the cinnamon and cinnamon is a spice. So in your brain, you go like cinnamon delicious. But when you have a spoonful of it, it's, it's a spice. It burns. Yeah. So <laughs> you don't expect it to. I have done the cinnamon challenge. My original challenge that I did that went viral. I was using cocoa powder. I totally cheated. Um, by the way, back in the day, these videos were like 30 seconds long, 60 seconds. Like they weren't these 20 minute videos we upload now. Um, they were very short. And anyway, then I did another challenge video with a bunch of YouTubers later. And part of that big challenge video, it was called the challenge of challenges or something. We did every challenge ever. Mm-hmm. And one of them was cinnamon, the cinnamon challenge. And I did do the cinnamon challenge in that one. So I have done it. I just didn't do it in my original. Anyway, now I'm stalling. Let's, uh, both do it. I'm not doing it. I'm, <laughs> I am pregnant. I'm not doing anything that could hurt my, my esophagus or my babies. So I've got some cinnamon here. Let me try so, to sing a little bit, a little bit first. Okay. <laughs> so sprinkle. if you're listening, I've got a big old thing of cinnamon here and a little cute spoon. I'm not going to do a full thing. That's, a, whoa, Love, that's it is, too okay, much. Okay. <laughs> I, was, I, to think. <laughs> I will tell you guys, it's probably, I would say half a teaspoon of cinnamon on this spoon right now. So try to swallow that. Eric is going <laughs> to. <laughs> Is so stupid. This is how I got famous, <laughs> if you can call it that. Am I going to go viral? Um, you might spit it out. Like, you're probably going to, like, end up coughing it out, to be honest. But you just said, you just said that you're a friend. Mm-hmm. 
Well, she did a ladle. You have half a teaspoon. I bet you'll be able to swallow same, that. Same product. Go ahead. Try. Try it. Have you ever tried a spoonful of cinnamon? No, I don't think so. Well, you don't. You still aren't going to because you're only only having half this half a spoonful. All right, guys. He's gonna go for it. You do it. No, <laughs> I've already done it. Oh, he did it. He put the whole thing in his mouth. Now try to swallow it. <laughs> He's sleeping. <laughs> You would not be good at YouTube challenges, love. You're supposed to stay here and you're supposed to spit in front of the camera. You guys probably can't hear him. He's gagging in the bathroom. He's right now gagging and spitting in the bathroom. That was only like a half a teaspoon. If that, are you okay? He's just like waddling around the house like me pregnant. Are you okay? Yeah, I know. I think it got dangerous. You're not, I'm not recommending anyone do this. Please don't do this. You are not supposed to do this, please. How do you feel right now? <laughs> You're supposed to see, and the, the thing Swing. is, the second it gets in your mouth, it turns into like, it turns into like, like cement. Mm -hmm. And all your saliva disappears. And it's like, it's spicy. Yeah, that's very weird. It's very weird. And it burns, right? Yeah, thanks. <laughs> yeah, you're saying all these things. Uh, you're saying all these things that you knew were going to happen to me and uh, happen to yeah. me and laughing. Yeah, well, see, here's the thing. Is it supposed to be, what makes this a good challenge, love, <clears throat> is you sit in front of the camera and you spit it up and there's a cloud of smoke and it's like, ah, oh, that's so funny. <laughs> It's not smoke, but there's no, there was no smoke, but our sink is now full of chunks of not, brown spit. Gross. I'm just not realizing something that's kind of like sad is that like, I feel like something that's really popular now is like on YouTube is like, you know, drama or intense things, like really intense stuff. And I feel like back then that was the, what was popular too. It's just a different form of it. Like I, it wasn't challenges that were popular. I think people, what they liked was watching us be tortured. It was just in a different uh -huh. form than it is now. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's very, I guess it is similar. And it's like people it's like watching way. someone else be miserable, I guess. Yeah. Now it's just, and just now they get to participate in it. <laughs> I guess. It's I don't know. Um, but oh, I can smell that cinnamon. It smells good. It smells like Christmas in here. <clears throat> how, are you, how are you feeling? Are you okay? I feel sick. <laughs> I feel, I feel unwell. I love you. I'm sorry. I, like, that, is that my YouTuber now? No, because you didn't even stay in the frame, so no one got oh. to see your reaction or hear your reaction. You want me to just spit it all over the ground? That's what, I, That's I what we then, do. I couldn't even then get it out of my mouth. I know, even, like it's trying awful, to spit it? it out. It was just like it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really awful, dude. If you did like a ladle of that, like you're I saying know. she did. Have you not seen Glozelle's Cinnamon Challenge? I told you I've only seen two <gasps> YouTube videos, you and it guys, was Double Rainbow and the Dance Guy. You one. gotta watch Glozelle's Cinnamon Challenge, but first, before we talk about Glozelle Cinnamon Challenge anymore or move on to the next challenge because I have lots more. We are going to say hello and I love you to the next sponsor, which is, of course, one of our favorites here on this podcast, Function of Beauty. Function of Beauty is the best. We love Function of Beauty here. They bring the funk. Oh, they're the best. You guys, are you tired of having some good hair days and some bad hair days? Function of Beauty makes hair care products that are 100% customized to your needs so you can turn your good hair days into good hair life. That's what I'm talking about. You just came up with that? 
I did. I'm so smart. <laughs> We've been using Function of Beauty for a long time. It is really, really wonderful. Um, I personally have I, mine's purple. It's like a customizable bottle and you can pick whatever scents and and special things inside of it. It's a sciencey thing. I went I no color, no color eucalyptus. Heck yeah, you I did. I love it. It's, it's super wonderful. Function of Beauty is the world leader in customizable beauty, offering customized formulations for your hair's needs. Here's how to get started. First, you take a quick but very thorough quiz, and you tell them a little bit about your hair. So you talk about straight, frizzy, curly, oily, all that stuff. And you talk about your hair goals, such as lengthen or volumize, oil control, etc. Does your hair get frizzy in the winter, but oily in the summer? When the seasons change, so can your hair goals. Switch up your goals based on how your hair looks and feels, or keep your formula the same every time. Next, you choose your color and your fragrance, or go fragrance and dye free. So I chose purple, and I always choose lavender. I don't know why. I'm just obsessed with like the feel of a day spa. I'm like, it smells like a day spa. Between my lavender. You do love lavender. It's I all do. over the I place love in it. this house. Between my lavender and your eucalyptus, we are literally a day spa in our shower. It's amazing. That's true. That is a very... Mm-hmm. It's very like calming. Flavor. It's very nice. So then after you're done with the quiz, like Function of Beauty will send you your 100% customized formula along with a regimen card with recommendations on when and how to use your product. Function of Beauty also just launched its best-in-class subscriber program, Function with Benefits. Subscribers get discounts on every order, a free treatment every four orders, like a hair mask or serum, um, and access to exclusive fragrances and colors. Early access to new products. There's so much you get. If you're part of this subscriber program, so you guys What's should a hair out. mask. Oh my God. You should try it. It's amazing. It's like okay. literally like a mask you put on your face, but it's like a mask you put in your hair and it like, it's like a leave in. It's almost like a leave in conditioner, but it's a mask and it like does all this treatment to your they hair. They got that. They got it. Okay. So turn your good hair days into a good hair life. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash relax to take your quiz and save 20% on your first order. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash relax to let them know you heard about it from our show and get 20% off your order. Functionofbeauty.com slash relax. Function with benefits. If you thought the torturing was stopping there, you're wrong. I got a lot more torturing to do. If I had to do all this stuff to meet you, you got to do all this stuff because you met me. You know, if it weren't for all these challenges and all these things that got my channel so popular. I'm pretty sure you were well compensated. <laughs> what? <laughs> this, nothing beats the compensation of making you do YouTube challenges from 2014. So the next one you I want to do. You paying me? Yeah, paying you. I'm paying you in twins, honey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next challenge we're going to do is the Chubby Bunny Challenge. Don't worry. We're going to talk a lot more about the YouTube life. Like you wanted to, cause you had a bunch of questions about old school YouTube that you wanted to ask me. I know Yeah, I've been asking them. Yeah. Okay. So are, can we, can we move on to chubby bunny or did you want to do some more talking about things? Oh, oh yeah. Okay. What's, what is chubby bunny? <laughs> First of all, it is really shocking to me that you don't know what I'm it is. I'm just going to guess here though, because there's a bag of marshmallows that you brought into here. Mm-hmm. Is it, have I put a bunch of marshmallows in my mouth? Yes, but I'm shocked you don't know about this because I literally would do it in my live shows. I don't know what the hell you're doing up there. It's all just a mess. <laughs> Did you ever see a show where there was marshmallows involved? Think, or was that before your that time? I think that was before my time. Although you maybe did it like one of the first or tours that I saw you do, but like it wasn't something you've done in the past Yeah, I don't years. think. See, I used to do Chubby Bunny, for those of you who don't know what it is, is another horrible challenge Everyone. that I that you, sh I you should not do at home. 
Like I do not recommend this. Um, not safe. But why are so we you having me just do unsafe things? Because it's part of love. It's for the art of the podcast. Okay, so it's where you take a marshmallow uh-huh. and you put it in your mouth, and then you say "chubby bunny," and you put another one in your mouth, and you say "chubby yes. bunny," and you I see how many you can fit in your mouth, and whoever can fit the most in their mouth wins. So you're doing this too. Yes, but I will lose. I'm going to tell you right now because I am pregnant with horrible gag reflexes and um, vomity, gaggy. Well, I don't want you to do it if it's dangerous. How is it dangerous? Because you like can choke? choke on them. Because uh, yeah. people will shove so many in their mouth. In fact, I used to do this in my live shows, and I would bring up. This is insane that I did this. I to now I I people used to tell me like I can't believe you're doing that on stage. And I was like, yeah, and I'll do anything as Miranda. And now I look back and go, I I literally cannot believe I did this. I would bring up someone from the audience, and we would do the chubby bunny challenge together. But I would give them these huge, massive, I mean, insanely massive mm-hmm. marshmallows. And I would get the little tiny ones as Miranda and be like, OK, let's see if you can fit more oh, in their mouth. Funny, I get so it. they could only fit one or two before they would spit it out. And then I'd make them spit it into my hand. And then I would eat it. I would eat the marshmallows that were in their mouth. For That's what? what? Love what a laugh. That? It would a get laugh. a huge laugh. It always get like the biggest laugh of the night because I, I would just be like, do you need that much attention? Were you that lonely as a child? I guess that so. you were eating strangers, spitty marshmallows for a but laugh. Listen, it was funny because they would psychologically spit it out, what's I, <laughs> going, what, what do we need to unravel here? They, they would spit it out and I go, I win. And then I would take a bite of their marshmallow and the audience would go bananas. They go bananas for this stuff. It was horrible. Um, but I never ate it. I would like just take, see, I also had a strategy in my defense. I did have a strategy. <laughs> I would make them have these huge marshmallows. Uh. So they'd put one in their mouth and they really couldn't fit the next one in their mouth. So they would have a bunch of marshmallows like sticking out of their mouth that weren't in their mouth. So when they'd spit it out into my hand, I would eyeball the part of the marshmallows that were not in their mouth. And that's what I would take a bite of. I think in when- my defense. I- I think from now on, when we go to these doctor visits and they have those questionnaires, like there should be a section, like if there's anything else we should know, you should probably fill in that you did all this so they can check for certain. But there was one show where I almost threw up from it Uh. and it was um, because Glozelle again was there and I asked her to come on stage and do the chubby bunny challenge with me. And she, I can't even say it. I can't even say it. It's that like disgusting and like, well, this is why I left the stage to throw up. She did the chubby bunny challenge, shoved it all in her mouth, spit it out onto the floor of the stage that I was on and then scooped it up. Oh my God, I'm going to throw up and put it back in her own mouth. I thought you were going to say your mouth. No, but then I knew I was supposed to eat it from her and I could, I left the stage to go like vomit because it was so disgusting to me that she did that. Just because it hit, dropped on the floor and then. it. Oh, I can't like. <laughs> I can't explain. Oh, I'm really going to throw up. Welcome to pregnancy. Um, she had such a fun noise mm. when you do that. Cause no, when you, sorry, when really you have like really a gag, sorry. like a pregnancy <laughs> gag, it doesn't sound like you're, uh, like if you were, um, what's that called? When you, when you dub in things for movies and TV, like ADR. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know what that is, but there's voiceover. Like, yeah. But like the people that do that walla, like if you mm-hmm. did walla for, um, for vomit, you'd be like, bleh, bleh. like, that's not what you do. It's like, <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's an actual it. gag i can't do it on command it's like it's like, it's like oh, oh. Glutter, glutteral is that word 
Guttural. Was, Gutt- yeah. Oh, why did I say glutteral? I don't know. I like it. I like it though. <laughs> <laughs> a gluttonous gutter. <laughs> I was thinking more glitter, but okay. Glitter, okay. Well, I need to go to bed. Okay. So we're going to do the chubby bunny challenge. Okay. Here's the deal. <laughs> okay. So we've got these. Also, these marshmallows are horrible because the marshmallows that we have here today are so old and have been in our cupboard say, for name years. Brand. And they also are all stuck together, which is the worst. I hated when this would happen to me on tour. We're not eating them, right? No, you just shove them in your mouth. All right. You see how many you can go. Okay, so here we go, guys. If you're just listening and not watching, don't worry, we'll count for you. So you have marshmallows, not the not 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 the tiny ones, like the kind you would make s'mores with. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Jet puffed. One. Put in your mouth. And I say chubby bunny. Chubby bunny. Don't chew it. It's cheating. I see you chewing. No, I'm, I'm moving it over. I'm not chewing on it. Oh, they're all stuck together. This is disgusting. I already want to throw up. <laughs> Two. Chubby bunny. You need, you're going to need to put chubby bunny. You're going to need to put a, a trigger warning to this because the, for some reason, as, you, spit it out. as you're putting them in your mouth, like I'm leaning away as you're putting them in your mouth, you're going close to the mic. Mm-hmm. And making oh, these, gross these sounds. I'm sorry. Are, well, I'm actually done because I'm going to throw up. So I had to be done. So I had two. Okay. Eric's just put the third one in. You say chubby, chubby bunny. Chubby bunny. Oh my God. You're kind of good at this. Okay. Four. Please <laughs> bring the fourth one in. I can't believe you're doing YouTube challenges right now. This is so hilarious to me because this is so okay. not you. Chubby bunny. Good job. Uh, can't do more. You can't do more? <laughs> okay. Goodbye. <laughs> no, no, no. I can't. I'll throw up. Love you. I'll throw up. I'll throw up. Please. I don't want to throw up on podcasts. Please stop. <laughs> Go spit it out. Eric was trying to spit it in my mouth or something. I don't know what his goal was there. But um, anyway, uh, that was probably not fun for anyone listening. Horrible idea for a podcast, but was fun for me. And that's what this podcast is all about. Me having fun uh, <laughs> and not caring if it's entertaining to you guys. But people po- love people. You have no one to blame but yourself. I said, you want to talk about like how, like what old YouTube was like? I met you. you said and you, YouTube you challenges. Said, yeah, sure. And then I came in here and I was like, why is there cinnamon and, and marshmallows on the Look, desk? You said YouTube challenges. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought that was like, uh, you know. Yeah, what did you think YouTube challenges were? Like arm wrestling or uh, what? I don't know. Arm Some, wrestling? Something. For real? What did you what did you think YouTube challenges were? I guess you knew of my slushy challenge. Is it like ice bucket challenge? Is that was that, that one? That was a thing. Yeah. But that was also for like charity, I think. Oh, yeah. At some point. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's there were so many challenges. I mean, every week there was a new challenge. That was just what was popular back then. And it, it, we go through phases. So then there was tags that were popular. And then tags. Mm-hmm. Sure. Tags. No, like the girlfriend tag and like things what like that. that. Mean? I don't know. I don't even really still don't really know what those were. It was like just questions that you asked yourself. It was a Q&A essentially. Basically, what does it have to do with being tagged? I think you would tag people in it at the end. I don't even remember. It was so long ago. But there was like a small group of us that were all friends and we would all tag each other or collab with each other in these challenges. Okay. And that was kind of the jam. I mean, this is way back in the day. This does not exist now. But that was like the thing, you know? And so things like uh, shoving marshmallows in our mouths. By the way, four, not very good, love. Only four marshmallows. I think, like, I think I did five. No, you, it was four. My it mouth wasn't already good. hurts from the cinnamon. Yeah, excuses. I'm doing both at the same time. You guys probably did them like, you know, 
weeks apart at least. Um, I think I only did it. I've never done the chubby bunny challenge for real, for real. I don't think. I will say my cheeks hurt. They do? From whatever is going on in there now. Hmm. Well, most people end up like drooling and barfing and you didn't do those things. So I'm proud of you. And that's why people watched? I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you. It's just what happened. I have to sneeze. I just peed. <laughs> what is this episode of the podcast? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Oh, God. You got you to gotta keep talking, though, because my this mouth hurts disgusting. now. Were there any challenges that weren't, like, putting things in your mouth? Yeah, there was. Well, there was the what's in my mouth challenge, which oh, I thought of doing goodness. about. I thought about doing it today. With you. Okay. But we're not doing it. But that one was pretty fun. Um, but there were challenges. Yeah, there's tons of different challenges. It's just hard because, uh, you know, this is a podcast and they're all pretty visual. So yeah. to try to remember um, I tried challenges. To, I tried to do like, I had said that idea to you for this episode and I tried to do like research. I was like, well, I was like, because I, I was thinking about these kinds of things. And then I was like, well, I wonder if this is what whoever created this platform intended it for. And the three guys that created YouTube had started at PayPal, which if you didn't know, was created by Elon Musk. Like that's how mm-hmm. he rose to prominence or whatever. He's mm-hmm. the guy who makes Teslas now yeah, I know who and he is, goes yeah. to space or whatever. The PayPal. So three guys from that, um, apparently, according to this news source, were trying to start a dating site, a dating video site where you submit videos to get really? dates. And it was called in like, it was called... I think if I'm remembering this correctly, tune in hookup. And then they realized that that wasn't working. Um, Oh, no, they didn't realize that wasn't working. Okay. According to this news source, like that, it wasn't that popular, this Mm -hmm. like dating site. But then after that Super Bowl halftime show incident with uh, Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake, Mm -hmm. one of the creators was trying to find video of that mm-hmm. online but it wasn't anywhere mm-hmm. and so he was like there there's a need for this for sharing this mm-hmm. wardrobe malfunction on the internet and it being easily findable oh wait a minute we have that dating website algorithm really? that that algorithm would be perfect for this and so they changed they put it they changed the name to youtube and then started i did not that. know that and then within a year it had like blown up as this thing and then they sold it to Google for like a literally over a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like within a year of it even existing. This is mm-hmm. like 2006. Mm-hmm. When did you start doing YouTube videos? I started posting videos in 2007. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. You were right there. Yeah. At the beginning. Yeah. So my videos didn't go viral until a couple of years later. But yeah, I was, I was, I remember when YouTube like was first starting. Who's the first YouTube? Who would you consider the first YouTuber? Oh, I don't know that information. Like, I don't know who would be considered the first YouTuber. I know people that were popular back then, but like, I wasn't aware of them. Sorry. Did you watch YouTubers? No. You were just like, there's this website, YouTube, and I'm going to post a video on it of me being weird. Like, how do I share this? So I watched, I, I found YouTube and I thought it was awesome. There was just this website we could watch funny videos. Like I thought that was so awesome. What videos were you watching? There's a video called like John Daker that I love. Um, oh yeah, you've seen, seen that yeah, one? you actually have shown me a couple. Of yeah, your so there's like there's just like weird, funny videos of of lots of different things. But then um, I you know started posting because 
I wanted a place to upload videos from college where I was singing in like concerts and cabarets and whatever. And I wanted a place to upload them. So I started and I loved, I thought YouTube was so cool because I could watch funny videos, but it was also a place where I could upload videos. And I loved making videos and editing videos. That was what I did all through high school for all my projects was like film and edit videos instead of writing papers. (laughs) I did that too, but I never was like, well, it was like a cool place for me to like, and my whole life, even when I was younger, like we didn't watch movies and TV shows. Like my dad filmed us with right. his camera and we'd make stories, and make home videos. Like that was our favorite thing to do was make home videos. So this was like right up my alley. I was like, this is a place where anyone can just, anyone can just upload a video to the internet. That was crazy to me. That was mm-hmm. like, what a crazy thought that I, Colleen Ballinger, I can upload one of my videos to this website and it will work. Like I can watch it. Like that was cr- yeah. crazy thought. And so- I'd watch cat videos and weird, funny videos, but then I came upon videos of people. And I remember, I'll try to show her to you later. I'm I'm not going to say her name out loud, but like there were, well, there's two, there's two different girls that I found on YouTube who would just sing to the camera alone in like their kitchen and their bedroom. And I was like, this is wild that they're just singing alone in a room. And they're not bad, but they're not great. And they're just like, I'm posting this on the internet, man. Like, is that now, is that Justin Bieber also? Is Justin Bieber just a kid but yes, singing? Yes, but he came way later. Like, I'm telling you, when oh, this okay. all started, like 2005, 2006, 2007, like, it was, cr- that was a crazy thought that someone would just upload a video of themselves singing alone in their bedroom. Like, that was course, wild. Yeah. And so then, like, I created the concept of Miranda and, um, posted online, not because I'd ever watched a YouTuber. I did not know you could get famous on YouTube. Well, like, were you, were you even like, Oh, here's this concept I came up with. I'm, I'm sure you were just like being, no, just being a goof for like my friends. Goof. So I could yeah. send it to my friends who had watched these people with me on YouTube. And we'd have like been like, look at these girls like singing alone in their bedroom, their shower, whatever. and just posting it. Like, you know, and then all of a sudden someone's like, Hey, did you see that your video got by the way, when I say singing in the shower, I mean like in their bathroom, like good acoustics, not like singing in the shower. Um, sorry, what? It's where I make some of my best voice <laughs> voice memos is in the bathroom. And then someone just calls you or, tell, or tells you like, oh, your video got a bunch of, or did you see that? It was years before, it was a year and a half before a video of mine got, went viral. And back then viral is not what it means now. Right. Viral back then was 70,000 views was what my video got, I think. Um so it wasn't. So you were just so kind of doing this for yourself. I was just yourself. doing it for fun. Yeah. And, and even when my videos did go quote unquote viral for years, I wasn't paid for anything. I did not know you could make money. I did not know there were YouTubers. I did not know that was a thing. So I was doing Miranda for a long time before I found out that people were doing this for a living. Right. And that blew my mind. Um, and I still, I will never forget when I got my first check from Google from YouTube that was like for a hundred dollars. And I was like, I've got paid for making videos. Like it was they just wild. put ads like before or after your mm-hmm. videos. Yeah. Without asking you or do you No, you, you have can... to like sign up for a, it was much different back then than it is now. This is boring mm-hmm. mumbo jumbo. But back then it was, you had to apply to be part of like a partner program with YouTube. And, and you're like, I'll apply. Yeah. I think I, I really don't even remember. It was, I mean, it was literally over a decade ago. You know, like I don't even it's remember. It's crazy to think that, that whole, if that's only 15 years old, that whole thing. What, YouTube? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it, it's crazy. But at the same time, I'm like, whoa, I've been doing this so long. Oh, yeah. I guess it's <laughs> better that way too. Yeah. You know what else I've been doing for so long, Bobby? 
<laughs> my transitions into brand <laughs> into sponsorships is so bad. What? <laughs> what was my question? <laughs> you know what you else I've been doing for so long? Yeah. Um, shopping on the internet for clothes. That's probably true. <laughs> My transition definitely a lot recently. It's not smooth at all. You're definitely shopping yeah. a lot online for clothes recently. I sure have been, but you know what? No need to do that anymore because we both have personal stylists. That's true. Who style us, and we are so excited to tell you guys about it again. They get us our fix, you guys. We love Stitch Fix here, and we are so excited to tell you about them. Shopping for new clothes can be needlessly stressful, so why not let Stitch Fix make it easy by doing the work for you, so you can spend time doing the things that you love instead. Hello, wouldn't that be so much better? Do the stuff I have you love so instead much of more shopping free time. online. The amount of time I have spent. On the internet late at night when I should have been sleeping. Just filling up a cart and then not even and then buying not even it. buying it? No. So I'm like, just, eh. just closing out. I don't know. What if, I, what if it doesn't fit me? What if I don't like it? What if I need to return all these? It gives me anxiety. It's horrible. But Stitch Fix is here to help. Stitch Fix offers clothing hand selected by expert stylists for your unique size, style, and budget. It's a completely different and fun way to find clothes that you will love to wear. Every piece is chosen for your fit and your life, and it's the easy solution to finding what makes you look and feel your best. Try on pieces at home before you buy, keep what you love, and return what you don't. Stitch Fix has free shipping, easy returns and exchanges, and a prepaid return envelope is included, which is like our favorite part. If you don't like something, it comes with this prepaid return envelope thing. Like this big envelope bag. You just throw the clothes you don't like, want yeah, back in it and then one. any mailbox and you're done. Like it's nothing. So you don't need a box easy. and tape and stamps or Ugh, even to go into a place. Here. You just weigh no. it. Yeah. Get out of here. There's no subscription <laughs> required. Try Stitch Fix once or set up automatic deliveries. You'll pay just a $20 styling fee for each box, which gets credited toward prices you keep. And there are no hidden fees ever. Stitch Fix has styles and clothing to fit any occasion for women, men, and kids. They ship all over the US and they're available in the UK as well. So get started today at stitchfix.com slash relax and you'll get it 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. That's stitchfix.com slash relax for 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. Stitchfix.com slash relax. What else I got to put in my mouth? <laughs> so wait, what were we just talking about? Google and getting paid and it was like, I don't yeah. know what we we're talking about. Something about the internet. Uh -huh. But it was just such a cool website. And then at some and point, then, yeah, it was such a cool website. And then at some point it's just transitioned to a bunch, a, a smaller group of people who mm -hmm. are all well known just putting stuff in their mouths well no there's always been lots of segments of youtube there's the gamers and the beauty influencers and then there was like the there was the the personalities and that's kind of somehow the world that i was put into because miranda was a i guess personality there's not there wasn't really a a corner of youtube that was girls pretending to be an obnoxious weird untalented girl so well I, sorry i don't mean to yeah, interrupt no, but like well how long were you just that? Did they did, a long time before? Like, did people believe Miranda was real, or was like the debate that's of that what, kind of that's what part got it popular? The, I mean, we talked about this before, but like, right. yeah, that's what got popular, and then people started figuring it out, and then people just found it funny. I guess you I don't know, really know. What, what year did you start? Um, or what was the first Colleen video? I guess so that was in. I mean, well, I had already had videos up of me singing. 
like in concerts and stuff since 2006. I've been posting. Videos oh, of- so you did that thing you said you thought the other girls were crazy for? Were you? No, because I was not doing it was like performances. It feels different. Oh. Like it's the difference well, between perf- posting like a, a movie you were in and like you just like just practicing a monologue in your bedroom. Like my audition the, tapes. Yeah. Or something like, you know, like it was, right. it just felt just, different. I'm going to do this monologue for you here. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I was like, who are they talking? Well, which is not strange now, by the way, now it's perfectly normal. Like I talk to the camera every day of my life, but you have to understand that in 2006, this was the weirdest concept in the world. No, to yeah. Me. Yeah. That was, yeah. I'm just, now it's not weird. It's everyone. So does it. there were concert videos of you, but like when was the first time I you- vlogged? You've, I guess, or if you, so the first you, time I vlogged, you vlogged. Okay. Um, was I, so I posted Miranda videos in 2000. I started posting Miranda videos in 2007 and then 2008. Um, I think two, I think 2008 or 2009 was my first viral video. I don't remember. Gosh, I should know these things, but it was whatever that year was. It was, um, that winter. So it was either 2008 or 2009, probably 2009 that I started vlogging as, and vlogging, I'm, I'm assuming, was a thing. Yeah, it was a back v- then. Yeah, people would but do it that. Was, well, there was um, sort of. There were like a couple people who did it. Not really a lot of people did it. It was not like a th- when you say a thing, I mean like it wasn't like it is now. Like there, I could tell you the names of every famous YouTuber. Like, and there are probably ten. And so Miranda is now viral, popular, mm-hmm. and you're making Miranda videos, mm-hmm. and you're like, now I'm gonna make. Well, yeah, I started introduce them to me. I started kind of. I started watching um, vlog uh, one like family vloggers, a family vlogging channel that I liked, and I was like shocked at how interested I was in this family's life that I didn't know, and I wanted to watch them every day. I was like very interested to see what they did every single day, every day, every day. They posted a vlog every day. And I thought that was fascinating. And I also found it fascinating that I was interested in what they were doing and I don't know them. And I wanted to know it. And it wasn't like crazy edited. It was just like their daily life. Kind of nothing, kind of boring. But like, I loved it. It was more interesting to me than watching reality television of these people. It wasn't produced. It was just like a normal family, like hanging out. And so I wanted to try it. So I, one Christmas break, I like tried it. I said, I'm going to try vlogging every day for a week. And I didn't think anyone would watch. No one really did. Did you create a new YouTube no, channel it was for the that? Same YouTube channel that I had posted like my performing videos on. So the my Colleen Ballinger channel has been in existence longer than the Miranda channel. Oh. So I've been doing Colleen Ballinger uploads longer than the Miranda Sings uploads. So you would do performances. Someone would tape them. Your parents mm-hmm. or like yeah. the school. Yeah. Say. Performances. Yeah. And then you would take those and be like and put them online. Yeah, because I, I was in college and I would send them to my parents. So I would like send them to family members to be like, watch this performance. So instead of like to- sending them a VHS tape and dubbing it over, right. you're like, I can just put this online. Yeah. And this is how. So it was just a messaging system right. for you. Like, it was, yeah, exactly. But one that was public. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's what was crazy about me Were when Miranda private- went viral, because when Miranda went viral, it was shocking to me. Or even when she wasn't viral and I'd get a couple of hate comments, I was like, other people can see this. And it's like, you don't <laughs> Did think. Did you know? Well, I, the internet was so different back then. The concept of it was so different. So when I upload a video, I think the only people who are, could possibly see this would just be the people I send it to. How could anyone else find this video? There was no way. My, my mind didn't think people would just happen upon it. 
Like to me, it was like, this will only be seen by the people I send this video to. Right. It didn't exist before this. So my mind had no idea. Well, there, of were, of like, there were like viral videos in the sense that like there were there were popular things, but like people would have to pass around VHS tapes to be able to see them. You know what I mean? Like that's kind of like the Winnebago man kind of thing was there were like groups of people that would like, you know, like mm-hmm. give each other old VHS tapes to be, hey, did you see this funny blooper or this weird document? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, I guess they wouldn't be viral videos. Yeah. No, that's not viral. I don't know what you're talking about. I've never shared a VHS tape with my friends. By the way, young kids listening, VHS tape is, <laughs> I don't know what you mean by that. VHS tape is what we used to watch things on. Like, what do you mean a viral VHS tape? How is a VHS tape viral? <laughs> I think I went unconscious for a bit. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I was trying to follow and I was like, I was trying to follow as I was talking. I was trying to follow also what I was saying. This um, is such a good example of how we feel right now, guys. Like you were just like know? going about viral VHS and I'm just like, yeah, totally. <laughs> like, going on with it, and I'm just like, wait, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, um, yeah, no, there was not that. But the concept that other people were watching me was not in my mind. That was not something that made sense back then. You're using it. You were using a public, a new public medium to pr- what but you thought. Public. I didn't think it was private. I just didn't think who would watch me. How would they find it? Right. How can you just find a video of Colleen Bounder when Colleen Bounder is a nobody? No, one's, it's not. It wasn't like a Google search. It was like, I just didn't think, how could anyone find these videos of me? So when people started finding them, first of all, it was, it was exciting to be like, I've sent this to two people, but it has 13 views. Who are these other people? And you'd get one comment that would well, be like, "Well, obviously, come from the two people that you sent it to, shared it with someone, right? Or someone else like my mind happened, that happened upon it somehow." Yeah, and exactly. I would get like hate comments as Miranda before it was viral. So like, I would, would get you remember like your first hate comment. I don't, but I'm sure it was just like you suck or like yeah. something stupid. I don't remember, but like I would get hate comments, but I thought they were funny because like I was like, "Who are these people? Who are these random people finding my videos?" I'm just sending to a couple friends. I think Miranda, this girl I'm doing is real. Like it was so funny to me. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, it didn't freak me out that like random people were watching it. I just thought it was funny. I thought this YouTube was so intriguing to me. I'm like, this is a website where I can upload videos. So you're just like, even with think- like 13 views or whatever, you're like, I'm going to keep doing this for yeah. these 13 no, people. No, I didn't do it for them. I did it for my friends. My friends would ask me to keep making videos. They would make requests. So if you go watch the old Miranda videos, I'll be like, today I'm doing a video for Heather. Cause it was like, my friends would be like, oh, I want to hear Miranda sing. I was a musical theater, music, vocal performance major surrounded by choir nerds and theater nerds who were the only people who watched my videos. And they would come to me and they'd think Miranda was funny. And so they would say, next, do another video and do this song. They would like make requests. So I would do it for my friends. Even my choir teacher, my choir conductor of like this huge choir, like choir and orchestra. He was even like, Oh, Colleen uploaded a video to this YouTube website. So funny. It's Miranda. Can you do this song? And I did a song dedicated to him on my YouTube channel because he like. I'm sure they thought it was interesting because it's technically hard what you do, right? To like drop a note or whatever when you sing as Miranda. I guess I was just singing under or above the pitch, but it was, I don't know. But it's hard to do. I don't know. I do that in an exact way. I don't know. People say that, but I don't, I don't, I never thought it felt very hard because it was like. You just, right. whatever the note is, you just what sing else, under it. What under. else I got to put in my mouth? <laughs> okay, so this one, get this over with. we're going to do one more thing. So um, this is, you're not putting anything in your mouth. You're supposed oh, to use noise. This is called the whisper challenge. We're just going to do a little quick round of it, okay? This one's really fun, actually. So what's going to happen is he's going to play some music in his headphones, and he's going to play loud, and they're kind of noise-canceling, so you can't hear me. 
And I'm going to whisper. Are you paying attention, love? What? I'm going to I'm going to whisper something. It's called the whisper challenge. Okay. And you have to tell me what I'm saying. Okay. I look at you. Yes. You look at me and you look at my lips. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Okay. All right. Uh, tell me when to blast the Paw Patrol theme song in my ears. Blast the Paw Patrol theme song. Is it uh, going? Yes. I don't know if it's going. Can it's, you hear me? It's playing. Can you hear me? Uh, you're talking loud. <laughs> if you were whispering, I wouldn't be able to hear. Okay. Can you hear me right now? <laughs> <laughs> but you kind of know what I said. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Okay. All right. Ready? I'm going to do an easy one first. Okay. Wait, you can't hear me. <laughs> I hear, it's so loud. <laughs> but you're not whispering. Okay. Okay. You're talking, you're shouting at me. Okay. Here, here, I'm going to do okay. the first one. I'm going to do an easy one. Ready? Yeah, whisper. <laughs> You're making fun of me, like I'm supposed to not be able to hear you. Like I'm, my ears are bleeding. It's because you're screaming at me. Okay, ready? Uh huh. <laughs> you're so dumb. The song just ended. Hold on, wait. Oh, are you kidding me? Why Paw Patrol? Well, These songs are three seconds long. Boogie to start. Okay. Okay. The pop-up boogie starting. Okay. Mm -hmm. Hello, everyone. It's Colleen from the future. And as we were editing this episode, we realized that the microphones were not picking up the sentences that we were whispering during this challenge. So before each round, you will hear my voice telling you what we're whispering before you hear us whispering in the challenge. All right. So the first thing I whispered in this challenge was haters back off. Now you'll hear me whispering it terribly to Eric. Haters back off. Haters back off. <laughs> yeah. OK, so I did an easy one. Yeah. So now I'll do a hard, can, can you, you I heard you the second time because you weren't whispering. Well, I don't want to whisper into the microphone. Okay, I'll try again. I'm going to whisper. This is so annoying. Let me try to think. <laughs> okay. All right. Round two. I whisper, who needs to <sighs> relax today? <laughs> you have to guess. Horses relaxing? What do you say? <laughs> do it again. Do it again. Okay. Who needs to relax today? <laughs> what do you think I said? Horses Something to do with horses. <laughs> no. Horses. Oh, who? No. Okay. Now you know what it is. Who needs to relax yes, today? Yes. Who needs to relax today? Okay. Okay. I think I can just read lips, maybe. Yeah, maybe you're really good at reading lips. Okay. Do the pup. pup, pup. <laughs> Ready? Ready? Yeah. Round three. You'll hear me whisper, I peed when I sneezed. Let's see if Eric can guess it. <laughs> you're being racist? <laughs> no. <laughs> what Try again. <laughs> Ready? I swear that's what you said. I peed when I sneezed. You pee Reese's. I peed when I sneezed. I peed when I sneezed. You bleed. <laughs> you bleed Reese's. <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> Come on, try it again. I peed. <laughs> You peed <laughs> when I sneezed. You peed when you sneezed. There you go. Yes, very good. You can be done now. You get the concept. It's actually, oh. but it is so fun. Like that challenge tickles me. Like I laugh so hard. And people would watch that? Oh, lovey. It's so funny. It's so funny. I don't know if it was fun to listen to, especially listening to me whisper. I hate listening to people whisper, but that is a good one. Trust me, that one's really fun. I feel like you would get really frustrated. Do you want to try to do it to me? Sure. We'll do one more round. Okay, it's Eric's turn to whisper something. And I've got headphones in. Okay, go, lovey. Whisper something to me. I have to see your lips, though. Can you hear me? I can, yes. Oh, so not. All right. The first thing Eric whispers 
to me is Paw Patrol is on a roll. No. Paw Patrol's on a roll. Paw Patrol's on a roll. You can read lips, I feel. I really can't. Try again. Um. I'm listening to Paw Patrol. Like <laughs> <laughs> Round two. Eric is about to whisper to me, don't lose it. Reuse it. And when I don't guess that, he will then start whispering, how was that pizza tonight? Did you like it? <laughs> Do you want a goosey goosey? <laughs> Say it again. Wait, hold on. Hold on. The music just stopped. Okay. Do you like juice? <laughs> Say it again. How was that pizza how is Les Mis? Do you like it? Yeah. How is Les Mis? Do you like it? Is mm -hmm. that what you said? What did you say? I said, how was that pizza tonight? Did you like it? Oh. And before that, I was saying, don't don't uh, lose it, reuse it, which is also a Paw Patrol thing. Oh, you should have made me keep going until I guessed it. That's the game. You like keep saying the same one until you guessed it. Well, you didn't it. get it. You, I had said it like five times. You didn't get it. Yeah, I know. You have to keep trying. That's the whole point. It's kind of fun, right? Okay. He hates it. Oh, whatever. What? I don't say this is a job. Lovey. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What? Yes, it is a job. Um, not anymore. That is not part of my job anymore. But I wanted you guys to see or hear some of the weird, fun things that uh, we did with challenges. There were a lot of different challenges. There just weren't very many that I could show you in a podcast form. Even these were kind of a fail to show in podcast form. But when Eric said, like, oh, I kind of talk about the old school YouTube. There's so much more to say. I kind of derailed it with my challenges. But he was like, you know, like YouTube challenges. And I was like, oh, are you giving me permission to let you do YouTube, make you do YouTube challenges? Because yes. So I'm glad we yeah, did those this Those are today. fun. That's That was that's, very fun. I can understand why those would be entertaining. They're great. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we're going to go to bed. We're very tired. Um, but this was really fun. Thank you for letting us have date night in front of you guys tonight. Um, and thank you to anyone who tuned into my live show. And thank you to all the listeners and to Chris and to TJ and just everyone. We just love you so much. Thanks for listening. Have a wonderful day. And we'll see you next time. You can relax. Colleen and Eric have a podcast. The world is scary and we're locked in our home. But now we have big microphones. So you can relax. That's the name of our podcast. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.